0: Welcome to the 13th day of Advent. This is Julie Wilson, staff at First Lutheran Church. Today I'll be reading from John chapter 11. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you, and are you going there again? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble because light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought that he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he have opened the eyes of the blind man? How how could he, he could have kept this man from dying. Then Jesus again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was laid against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man said to him, Lord, already there's a stench because he's been dead four days. his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, "'Unbind him and let him go.'" Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them what he had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees called a meeting of the council and said, "'What are we to do? "'This man is performing many signs.' If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and destroy both our holy place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was the high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. You did not understand that it is better for you to have one man die for the people than to have the whole nation destroyed. He did not say this on his own, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was about to die for the nation and not for the nation only, but to gather into one the dispersed children of God. So from that day, they planned to put him to death. Jesus therefore no longer walked about openly among the Jews, but went from there to a town called Ephraim in the region near the wilderness, and he remained there with the disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was near, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus and were asking one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think? Surely he will not come to the festival, will he? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that anyone who knew where Jesus was should let them know, so that they might arrest him. John 11 is such an interesting chapter in the Gospel of John. There are so many different characters in this story. Jesus, Mary, Martha, Lazarus, the disciples, Thomas, the crowd, Caiaphas. Everybody responded differently to what Jesus was saying. Jesus seemed to have known that they may not listen to what he was saying. After he heard that Lazarus had died, he waited two more days to travel to see them. Reminds me that it is in his time, God's time, his love and intentionality towards us, in his time. The disciples' response, they were afraid. They were not understanding, saying, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you and you're going there again? They did not understand. They responded in fear, as I'm certain I would have. Yet it was love and concern for their friend and rabbi. Thomas, in verse 16, let us also go that we may die with him. Thomas also was not understanding, but he had faith to follow Jesus and courage to follow him even to death. When Jesus arrived, Martha was the first to meet him. She responded in verse 21, If you had been here with my brother and not have died, she had grief, yet faith that he would not have died. But even now, she had hope. Jesus responded to Martha with words. In verse 32, Mary responded with the same words as her sister. She fell at his feet. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. The faith and grief of these two sisters that Jesus could have done something, prevented something. Jesus responded to Mary, the second sister, not with words, but with weeping and said, show me. Such a loving response to help them see and understand where words had failed, Jesus provided action. Can you think of a time when God did something to show you that he was present, ponder today on his love and patience with us as we journey through Advent towards the celebration of the birth of God's Son, our Savior. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for the Bible that tells us about you. We thank you also for the active presence in our lives at times when we most need it and our faith wavers. You show us often through others of your love and intention towards us. We thank you and bless you. Amen.